This is the No Swear Gamer from YouTube and the Atari 1700 Game by Game podcast, and you are listening to the podcasting pride of the Smoky Mountains, the Two Dudes in a Nest, with your hosts, Dude Michael and Dude Justin. Hey, Justin. What's up, man? Uh, not much. Just uh, thinking about doing a little podcast tonight. What about you? Eh, well, probably wouldn't be a bad idea. Yeah, well, you know. What do we owe this, what do we owe this occasion? Uh, roller games? Brittany's back, so. <laughs> yeah. Brittany's back, so we're back too, right? Yeah, all right. We'd like to time our podcast with Brittany course as always yeah you think that all the people that she's like uh lower in the boom on in this book were like started getting nervous after that conservatorship went away maybe yeah i don't know have you seen her videos and stuff though Wild. Yeah, I just don't i don't think they should have let that conservatorship go it's a little no. <laughs> I was listening to this comedian, and uh, it's his, his joke, not mine, but he was like, I think that the lesson here is that more people should be in conservatorships. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, well, so, uh, so tonight we're talking about roller games for the NES. Uh, we're actually going to talk about a game tonight. I know the last time we podcasted, uh, we didn't, but tonight we're going to. Uh, but, you know, really... We can't let a bunch of time pass and miss the Halloween candy talk and the Thanksgiving food talk. Oh, yeah. So that's really the reason why we're back. It's not Brittany. It's uh, we can't miss out this this season. This is the this is the season of our podcast. If there is, if there ever was a season, it's the uh, Halloween candy Thanksgiving food season. It is, and not to put the cart in front of the horse. Trust me, I'm not trying to skip holidays. But uh, I did purchase the first box of the year of uh, Little Debbie Christmas tree cakes today. Hey, boy. There are, yeah, they're already out. Mm-hmm. Couldn't help it. Uh, well, I mean, help it. it's really not It's not your fault, okay? You know you know how I feel about Chris, Christmas coming a little too early every year. It's not your fault. Yeah. It, th- they push it hard. It's it's now, you know. I thought, I thought Halloween was kind of taking over, but no. Christmas is even starting to push Halloween away. The Home Depot is nothing but Christmas stuff at this point. It's, yeah, I you know I've yeah I've just thought I have really gotten to a point where I don't even I don't really go to stores anymore. Smart. Like I do my grocery pickup orders do you know online shopping pretty much everywhere it's like can't can't do stores any you know just too much i haven't pulled the trigger on the grocery Maybe. store thing yet i don't know why i started it during covid and just kept doing it yeah basically yeah we did some uh we did some like we did like some door dashing and stuff uh during covid but we had to drop that because uh it's it's really expensive to do door dashing. It's it's 
stupidly expensive. Yeah. Like, you know, we were, I, we went to the beach, I guess it's, it's been a couple of months ago, and, well, it's been four months ago now, but, uh, and we were on the beach, and we were like, well, you know, maybe, let's just order Chick-fil-A, let's see how much it would be to, like, just get Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A was, like, literally four miles away from the hotel. We just didn't want to leave the beach, right? Right. I was like, well, I'll just see what it what it is to DoorDash it. It was going to be, like, $80 to DoorDash wow. Chick-fil-A. Yeah. I didn't do it. I, I just went and just, you know, I can't in good conscience spend that money on That would, yeah, that would be hard to stomach. Uh, even Chick-fil-A. Yeah. Oh, whoa, wait a minute. Yeah. I, if we're going to talk Chick-fil-A... Sorry, we'll get to the we'll get to roller games here in a minute. But if we're talking chicken, no, this is going. Have you tried it? The pimento cheese, oh, it's a chicken I sandwich. Have, uh, oh, it's so good. Yeah, me too. <laughs> it is it's, so good. It is so good. I don't even like pimento yeah, cheese all that much, but man, that is a good sandwich. Yeah. Mm. Cheese, and they put those little jalapenos on there too. Yeah, I know, and the like the little drizzle of honey. Hmm. Oh, oh man, man. it's I don't, all so good. Yeah, I, I don't. <laughs> I don't know who came up with that. Yeah, it's supposed to be seasonal, but uh, yeah, I, I think I need to keep that and rolling because yeah. I, I don't think I've had a sandwich that good from a fast food restaurant in a long time. It's true. That's that's true. Uh, you know, they were slacking on the chicken sandwich wars. Uh, you know, I, I think Popeye's had the better chicken sandwich, but now that they brought the pimento cheese out, a whole new ballgame. Mm. I don't know. I was always a Chick-fil-A over a Popeye's guy, but I understand. Popeye's had that sauce, so it was pretty good that, that they put on there. But yeah, this pimento cheese sandwich, it's, it's next level. It's, it's so good. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Anyways, um, well, do you want to you wanna talk about some roller games? And we'll come back. I'm sure there'll be much more tangent talk to come. But, uh, yeah, d- tangent talk to just end the game, too. Well, yeah. Uh, so, do you remember what you're supposed to do? Maybe this? Now it's time for Justin's historical tidbits and trivia. Time to get out your D-pad notepads because you're about to get schooled by the doctor. Huh? Does that seem right? All right. right. <laughs> <laughs> I think we I think we did that right this time. Okay, cool. We've gotten the intros right. Everything's just going like we never left. We didn't leave. What are you talking about? All right. <laughs> oh yeah, true. Um, roller games. Uh, so roller games is a game that was produced. I was developed by Konami and then released on the NES under the name Ultra, like mo- a lot of games that Konami developed during this time. Um, North American release in September of 1990, so it's just celebrating its 33rd anniversary. Wow. It was actually a coin-operated game right before it became out on the NES game, and the coin, the op. The arcade version was much more related to the television show than the NES version. The NES version was essentially a side-scrolling pla- platformer, where the the gameplay on the arcade version was basically roller derby. Mm-hmm. So, uh, much different. Uh, of course, you can't say, talk about this game without saying that it was based on a popular TV show at the time, 
called Roller Games, which I do not remember that at all. Do you remember this show at all? Barely. I, yeah, just barely. I, I didn't really watch it, but I remember it coming on 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 TV a little bit. We were we were probably pretty young, right? It had been like the late eighties, uh, maybe. Been, yeah. But I kind of remember it. It was kind of like it almost reminded me of like WWF or something wrestling, but uh, roller derby. Like they had a lot of they had characters yeah. and stuff that they would play, if I recall. I meant to go back and watch an episode or something before doing the podcast, but I I didn't get around to doing it. But there are some episodes on um, YouTube you can actually watch. Uh, okay, did you, so did, I, you did you check them I out? I did watch a few. I did watch a little bit. I didn't watch like a full episode, but it's it's almost like cheesier WWF. Oh, really? Yeah, it's kind of like it's almost like. Oh no, um, it's uh, hard to explain. I kind of felt like it was going to be like an American Gladiators vibe to it. As mm-hmm. Well, yeah, you didn't really get that. It's it's just more like drama and uh, WWF style is what it seems to be. But the roller derby part was it was it legit? Was it real? Were they actually doing roller derby? Or was it did it seem faked? I think it was faked. Ah. Uh. Bummer. Did not appear real. Like there was a lot of like punching and stuff, which is not really a part of, yeah. you know, roller derby. And uh, it was, uh, you know, it was that obvious fake punching. But uh, yeah, I didn't. But uh, I think if if I was watching it as a kid, I probably would have thought it was pretty cool, though. Yeah, probably. It this, it does seem geared towards much, kids. You ever watch much roller derby at all? I've seen uh, bits and pieces of like real roller derby matches or whatever. I don't even know what they what are they called matches? Is that right? Yes, I don't know. Do yeah. you know there's a team in Knoxville? Yeah, I remember the team in Knoxville. That's that's probably where I saw it. I can't remember their name. Yeah. It was female, right? It was a female team, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I can't remember the name of the team, but uh, it was, we were, my wife went to school, with the high school, I think, with one of the girls that's actually on the team. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Um, Hard Knocks Roller Derby is what it's called. That's what it is now. Is it? I guess it's still going. What was it like in the early 2000s? Because that's when I would have remembered it. Let's see. I have no idea. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, it's a good pod. I'm gonna look it up. But anyways, tickets are twelve dollars. You want to go? Yeah, I kind of do. I wouldn't mind going to see a roller derby. It'd be pretty fun. Yo. No. Uh, I don't know uh, where uh, where they do this at, but. Uh, do you think they do it at, what was that place, what was it, Skate Town USA, is that where, <laughs> wasn't that where we went and had like all these, uh, oh, yeah. like middle school dances and stuff at the Skate Town USA or something like that? That's probably what it, it, it is. exactly where it was. Uh, I don't think that's a thing anymore. No, no, I don't skate think so. I, I mean, are roller rinks even a thing at all anyways? I, I know people go ice skating still, but do they just go roller skating? There is one up on uh, 
what's the name they were Broadway Knoxville an old one it's still open so. hmm. okay my kids I, I actually bought some rollerblades a couple of years ago my kids got into it and so I got some yeah you, and uh, you remember how to do it yeah but you know it, riding on concrete and or asphalt or whatever it's uh not what I used to remember as a kid it's very like bumpy and shaky because <laughs> <laughs> your your older brain just doesn't tolerate the, the bumpiness of it anymore a little scary maybe yeah uh, okay so but anyway I tried to anyway. real quick I tried to because I didn't want to spend my time just googling while I was podcasting I asked chat GPT who the Knoxville roller derby team was in the early 2000s. And uh, <laughs> ChatGPT said, I encountered a technical issue while attempting to retrieve the information. Uh, you may want to just reach out to like, the historical archives of Knoxville. I'm like, okay, check in with the, I'll just, I'll just reach out to the newspaper about the roller derby teams from the early 2000s. Let me do, let me just take care of that. I'll come back on the next episode. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, next episode I will uh, be expecting a report from the Knoxville Historical Society or whatever. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna compile a report from the Knoxville News Sentinel from the early 2000s about the uh, roller derby. So stay tuned. Right. All right. Well, uh, how about do you own this game or did you go on a quest to obtain this game? Now it's time for the thrill of 8-Bit Discovery with Michael's quest to find the cart. Hmm, that's a good question. It's been a while since I got it. Uh, I mean, we're, you know, the podcast has been on a slight hiatus, but um, uh, let me reach back into the memory banks uh, and see if I can come up with something. <laughs> Actually, no, I, I, I have no stories. You'd think after all this time I'd be able to come up with, hey, I got an idea. Hold on. I'll just ask ChatGPT again since I've already got it pulled up. Can you make up... ChatGPT, how would one... Yeah. Can you how make up a story about me obtaining the game? Make it funny. Let's see if it can do it. Can you make up... I said, I said can you make up a story about me obtaining... The game Roller Games for the NES. Make it funny. Let's see how it goes. <clears throat> All right. You think it can do it? It's it's typing right now. Um, I think it can do it. Hey, if this works, by the way, we're just going to quit doing the podcast. I'll just type into ChatGPT a script for each of us, and then we'll just let it roll. You know? Yeah. Or don't it? Yeah, just put it up online. Read <laughs> Actually, this. it probably just... <laughs> Yeah, here's the latest podcast. There you go. Actually, I bet it would. Uh, I bet you know it's funny. You know, it could probably do voices now too. We could probably train it to do our voices, and uh, yeah, there you go. We'll just do both. Oh Lord, these are long stories. Yeah, I'll tell you these. <clears throat> oh, go ahead. It's it's giving me. It's it's still writing. It's got two. It's writing me two right now for some reason. Not just one. It's writing two. So. Anyways, go ahead. Just saying these deep fakes, like here here pretty soon how good these deep fakes are. It's just gonna be like you're just not gonna even know what to believe anymore. You know, people basically are making videos of that 
of Biden or Trump or whoever, you know, politician du jour and things. And it's just like, they never even said that. It just takes off, you know? Yeah. All right. You, are you ready for this? Oh, I'm ready. Okay. Just so you know, I'm pretty confident that this is way better than any story I've come up with the entirety of this podcast, but we'll see. All right. All right. So uh, one fine Saturday, uh, you know, fueled by rumors of a hidden roller games cartridge, I embarked on a quest to the famed Game Grotto. You know that local game store, Game Grotto. Um. With my trusty map, I navigated through a maze of old consoles and arrived at a dusty shelf. There was the last copy of Roller Games, guarded by a snoring cat named Pixel. As I reached out, (laughs) Pixel awoke with a start, knocking the cartridge behind a stack of forgotten Dance Dance Revolution mats. After a comedic ballet of dodging and diving with Pixel as my dance partner, I finally held the treasure in my hands. The grotto echoed with chuckles and meows as I headed to the counter, victorious yet humbled by the whimsical guardian of roller games. All right, we got a new mascot even, Pixel the Cat. Holy cow. (laughs) <laughs> Holy cow, that was uh, that was pretty good, huh? I know, right? Uh, I'm kind of jealous that uh, it was able to come up with that. Shoot, I'm out of a job, I think. Um, but no, the, re- the the real story is I actually, man, I don't remember how I got this card. I do have it actually in real life, um, but I don't, I cannot recall when or how I picked it up. I think this one. It feels like I don't. I think it's relatively inexpensive, or at least it was when I got it. So it feels probably like a McKay's pickup, maybe like McKay's bookstore. Yeah. Um, in Knoxville, that's probably where I got it. If I had to guess, um, I was always interested in this game. We'll get into it more when we start talking about the game talk. But um, I didn't have it as a kid, so uh, I was always interested in it. It seemed like something I would like, but I, I just never really had it. All right. Yeah. Never had it. Yeah. Never had it either as a kid. And it, it's kind of fun, you know. Going to get into that lengthy game discussion. That's good segue. Here we go. Time to dig in to some good old-fashioned game discussion. Before we get into the real discussion about the game, uh, I think we usually start with the manual, right? So, I uh, got the manual pulled up. I do not have a physical manual on this one. Um, just got the cartridge only. But uh, I got it pulled up here. PDF. Yeah, you are correct. It is an ultra software uh, game. But it does get the official Nintendo seal of quality. So, fret not. Welcome to the world of Ultra. You are now the proud owner of Ultra's authentic version of roller games for the Nintendo Entertainment System. We suggest <laughs> we suggest that you read the following instructions thoroughly before embarking on your rescue mission. Ooh, so thoroughly. They suggest that we read thoroughly through this manual before we uh before we go. All right. Get ready to be rocked, rattled, and rolled. 
Short on funds for a worldwide terrorist blitz, the underground criminal organization Viper, which stands for Vicious International Punks and Eternal Renegades. <laughs> Anyways, so the underground criminal organization Viper has infiltrated roller games, the most popular sport of the 21st century. With their greedy sights set on the game's mega prize money, they've corrupted three skating teams and abducted the game's beloved commissioner, Emerson Skeeter Bankhead. Now, somewhere beneath the city, he sits bound and gagged at the mercy of these cowardly creeps. Jeez. Okay. <laughs> so, let me get this straight. They're, they want to be a terrorist organization but they're short on funds. So to get the funds, they're going to try to win the prize money. But somewhere yeah. along somewhere along the way, they thought they should kidnap the commissioner too. Uh, I don't really get the story here. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not really following the story too well. Um, pretty sure terrorists just get their money from other terrorists. So they should just reach out to right. some of their local Hamas or something, right? I guess. All right. Anyways, uh, the CIA and FBI lack the speed, cunning, and sheer brute force for this job. So CIA, FBI can't cut it. What are they going to do? It's up to us. It's up to us and our own three teams of freewheeling skate wizards to rescue the commissioner and stop Viper from unleashing its venom on the entire city. This is one fight that cannot be fought like gentlemen. You're going to have to take to the streets, the sewers, the junkyards, just about any place your eight wheels can go, and even a few places they can't. But even your cat-like reflexes won't guarantee success as you choose and lead your teams through the six muscle-aching stages, all peppered with dastardly death traps. Open manholes, greasy oil slicks, combat helicopters, and bloodthirsty dogs are just a few of the dangers that await you. Of course, you'll also have to punch and body slam your way past chop-happy judo masters, skateboard thugs, motorcycle madmen, and more. Okay, real quick. They, they don't have any money, so they're going to try to win this this roller games competition, but they have helicopters mm -hmm. and they've got uh, motorcycles <laughs> and maybe, maybe just try selling off some of your assets, dude. Right? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyways, considering the odds of survival now might be a good time to hang up your skates and bow out gracefully. But remember, the lives of thousands are hanging in the balance. And if you choose to accept this job and fall flat somewhere along the way, you can count on Viper to roast your ball bearings for dinner. Ooh. Wait a minute. <laughs> How did we go from the commissioner and a few people being kidnapped to now the lives of thousands are hanging in the balance? <laughs> well, I guess if they get their funds, they're going to... They're going to, the lives of thousands are at risk, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's a long story. There's also a really long how to play section. Um, but the gist of it, we can talk about when we talk about the game. 
I mean, it is it is actually entertaining read uh, the how to play also, but I, I'm running out of breath. So yeah. Um, so the teams that you got in this game, uh, you got the Thunderbirds, Hot Flash, and Rockers. Um, you get to pick between them. You know, uh, I like how the, the your team of skaters you get you get one skater for each team you pick but in this manual they've got the skaters they look like police sketches of somebody (laughs) right especially california kid yeah he looks alien trying to dress up like a human yeah he looks pretty rough the california kid in the manual kind of looks like he i don't know he kind of looks like a uh uh like a maybe like a rock star from like the 80s like a hair metal Dude, Icebox. I'm pretty sure they're ripping off. What's that rapper? Uh, Icebox. Uh, not I. It's like Ice T, maybe. It's uh, Ice Cube. Ice Cube. Yeah, Ice Cube. Who's Ice T? That's a different one. He was another rapper, but he's also on Law and Order. No, that, yeah, not that. The other Ice. I'm thinking. Of, yeah, I'm thinking of Ice Cube. Yeah. Uh, and then Rolling Thunder. I guess that's a girl. Yeah. Her her Punisher is a head spinning revolving jump kick. Um, mm. but uh, the gist of it is this game is a it's a beat it's a beat 'em up. Um, you know it's a side scrolling beat 'em up kind of like Double Dragon of sorts, right? But you're on roller skates, yeah. and um, there's some platforming elements, like some jumping segments, actually. Also, kind of like Double Dragon. This this game is very feels very Double Dragon like. The only yeah. the big thing though is the roller skating aspect does kind of play into um, like a momentum of sorts, which is kind of cool. Oh yeah. Um, it's, it's it makes it a lot. The game is like the beat 'em up part of this is really not the hard part of the game. Um, to be honest, the beat 'em up is just kind of. It's fun and just kind of your typical beat-em-up, but fairly simple. It's the platforming and the whole trying to do the platforming with the momentum of being on skates makes the game really pretty difficult. Yeah, I I actually had a lot of trouble uh, with the timing of some of the jumps and stuff because of that. Uh, So I'm with you. And to me, you're talking about the difficulty. I feel like the difficulty curve was pretty steep. Um, oh yeah, like it started off. I thought oh, this is gonna be all right, but then like with some, because the controls are a little bit stiff and the momentum is kind of kind of strange and kind of not something I was used to. Uh, there was definitely some frustrating jumping moments throughout the game, right? Yeah, no, that's definitely the the most difficult. I think the first level is fairly pretty straightforward. You don't have too much difficulty with that one, but then it's like the next level is just basically just jumps and difficulty. Um, yeah, it's kind of back and okay. forth of sorts, right? It's kind of a um, you know, you kind of do beat them up and then you skate, then you beat them up and then you skate. Um, right. The the skating, le- the one, the, the levels that are geared towards skating or or like auto scrolling levels, right? 
yeah. which I, I, I kind of like the change of pace. And just because it's difficult, like, and I call the controls stiff, but they're not exactly, I don't know that they're, they're not bad. I feel like I could get used to them. It just was not what I was expecting. You know, if that makes sense. Yeah, it, it definitely is one of those games that like, think you can get good at it the point where you could you could beat the levels fairly easily but it's a lot of muscle memory yeah knowing when to hit the button at the right time yeah, this is one of those games the platforming aspects of it right this is one of those games i think um if i owned it as a kid i would get to where i was pretty good at it and probably really like it because of that mm-hmm. um not owning it as a kid kind of makes it a little bit difficult, right? Because now that I'm an adult and my reflexes are slower and I don't have the time to dedicate to a game like this, um, it kind of leads to a little bit more frustration. Yeah, it gets pretty difficult. Yeah. So who did you play with the most on this and who do you, do you think it would have been different when you were a kid? Um, I, as a kid, I probably would have played I would have definitely played with one of the male characters because I couldn't I was a, you know I was, yeah. I was a boy I was like nah I cannot play as the girl it's not gonna happen <laughs> yeah. uh, I am a six year old boy and I'm too cool to play as a girl um, <laughs> but I don't know I, I tried all of them they definitely feel they all feel different which is cool I like the fact that they all feel uh, and play a little bit different. They got different special moves, and uh, they they all have different kind of like speed and power ratings, or at least it felt like they had kind of different speed and power um, ratings. The um, the T Bird guy, Ice Cube, he's he's kind of like the he, he did. I felt like he didn't jump as high, he's a little bit slower, but he hit harder. Yeah. Um, the girl was like fast but weak. Sort of, you know, but she was kind of fast and her, she had a pretty good jump. Um, and then the like the rock and roll guy, he's kind of somewhere in between. So because of the speed and the the like the slightly higher jump, or at least what felt like a better jump, I would probably play as Hot Flash most of the time now. Yeah, just because I felt I just felt like for me, anyways, it felt like she made the platforming parts a little bit easier. But I don't know. That's just, that's kind of just me. I mean, I think the, the T-Birds guy was cool just because he's kind of like a beefcake, but I just, I had a lot of trouble. I had a lot of trouble playing playing as him. Yeah, I think he was, he was good for like the beat-em-up sections. It feels like he, I think, I think his character is designed to have more power, but that's not really what you need the most help with in this game. It's like you were saying, uh, you need the more, more help with the platforming, not, yeah. the, not the beat them up. That's exactly right. I, I just feel like I, I need all the help I can get in the platforming stuff. The beat them up was yeah. just not as hard in comparison. It just wasn't as difficult. So I'd probably play as the girl most time now. Right. What about you? Yeah. I don't know. I still the the rockers guy, the California kid, kind of liked him because he he seemed to be a little bit the best of both worlds, a little bit not so much um, one or the other. 
And this is probably how it was designed. Um, but, uh, felt like I played with him probably more. Yeah. I don't know. He's the one I play with least, probably. But. Oh, really? Yeah. For whatever reason. I don't know. Maybe just because you. I, normally I play as the Jack of All Trades character, so that's weird that, that I didn't really play with him all that much. Um, Because I, I usually like the balanced characters, yeah. but for some reason in this game, I, I like the contrast better. Yeah. But. Uh, that's enough about that gameplay. I want to know what you thought about the graphics in this game. Well, the graphics were great, but they're and you know I think it's just typical of what you expect from a Konami game, right? I mean, it looks like a Konami game. It feels like a Konami game. Everything about it. So, I'm a big fan of the graphics. I did notice a lot of flicker, and I don't know if that was just a product of the things that were going on and how many things were going on on the on the screen. However, I don't know that that was ever a whole, whole lot going on. But uh, overall, the graphics were good. The cutscenes graphics were, were really were really cool. Uh, I think especially for 1990, that was pretty... For NES, the cutscenes were pretty good. So uh, I was a big fan of the graphics. Yeah, I, I thought they were pretty good, pretty decently detailed, um, lots of color. You know, you know me, I like color. So, anytime I can get uh, some good color mix in there, or at least this game had was more in the unique color spectrum, right? Not a lot of browns and greens like some games I complain about, but so this one was nice. I like the uh, the mixture of. Uh, brighter colors because like you said it's kind of a konami ultra whatever that that's i mean that's kind of what they what one of their one of their jams yeah that and music which we'll talk about here in a second but yeah what did you think of the bosses there is there are some bosses here right yeah there's a few bosses um, do, what did I think of the bosses in terms of like design, graphics. like what they look like, or playing? Yeah. I, I was a little disappointed in the bosses, to be honest. Yeah, uh, they were not. They were probably. I think they were, especially the first boss, which is like this this Lucy Furball, um, which basically I didn't really realize it was a Lucy Furball. <laughs> it looked like a guy in a suit to me. It was basically like a maestro. Um, but, uh, yeah, they were just kind of, I think they were even less graphically advanced than the, uh, just the, the characters throughout the levels. Yeah, I just like, uh, I like when my boss characters are like larger than life, so to speak bigger than my character a little right. bit more you know more detailed sometimes uh and it just seemed like of course they're i don't know you get some variety you get like the the helicopter i guess and then, you know, there's a helicopter and then but i mean the actual 
bad guy characters, like the boss characters that you fought, were just like so kind of bland and the same size as your character. There wasn't a lot of detail in them. I was, I was actually that was one of the aspects I was actually kind of disappointed in was the uh, the boss characters, which I didn't get to personally. I did see the the pictures. I think the coolest one was I think it's Skull Scraper. He's got a jet ski. Although the the whole dynamics of how you fought him felt kind of lame. He was just like riding around, and then he would jump over the dock. And yeah, punched him. And he'd right. Into the dock. That's yeah. another. That's the other thing too. The bosses were. I don't know. I guess it's kind of unique the way you fight them. You weren't. You didn't just. Yeah. That guy's unique, and the helicopter's unique. But the other ones were just kind of jump kick them over and over again until they die. I don't know. Again, the yeah. the fighting the fighting in this game is not necessarily where it's at. What did you think about um, like the there's a there's a I can't remember which level it is like the fourth or fifth level I think maybe it, was, it like almost turns into a maze. You know which one I'm talking about? Did you make it that far? Yeah, yeah. Didn't make it that far, but I know what you're talking about. That's the level. So I'm a little bit torn on it because I I kind of appreciate the variety that it gave you, but that's the one that I couldn't make it past. Um, yeah, it's near the end of the game. I, I I I'm pretty sure it's like one of the last levels, but it's like a maze, and then you go in these rooms where there's these spikes on the ground, and uh, oh, yeah, yeah. you got to jump, and there's a bunch of conveyor belts that you got to land on, and they move. And it, it was just it was tough. Uh, I I could not beat it. Yeah, I saw some videos on it. It was like basically just jumping on the, the conveyor belts were real close together. It looked like it was hard to time, like jumping on each one. Yeah, and then there's also these like little short sections in between the spikes that aren't aren't conveyor belts. Then they start shooting fire at you and stuff. It's just they just kept throwing more at you, and it, it was tough. Again, being the girl helped though because it's. You know, she's got the better the better jump and the slightly faster skating. But again, the the right. momentum that you build and like, there, like there's uphill and downhill segments and stuff, and so it's it's really cool that that they did it, the way they did it. Like you you're you know you're faster downhill and slower uphill and all. I mean, it, it all makes sense. It's, it's actually pretty cool. I just found it. Yeah, that whole. I just found it made the game more difficult uh, because of it, but it makes sense. I mean, it's it's a pretty it's a very unique uh, beat 'em up. I will give it that. There's it's um what's a what's that game that I, I don't I almost can't speak of it because it's a Genesis Germ game, but um, Streets of Rage too, when you can be the skater kid. Oh yeah, yeah, kind of. Yeah. Obviously, they copied this game whenever they made Streets of Rage 2, so... Um, I mean, this game came out first, I imagine. Oh, yeah. So, but uh, kind of makes me... Gives me some Streets of Rage 2 vibes. Or Streets of Rage 2 gives me some uh, Roller Games vibes, I should say. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I mentioned... There's another thing. Go ahead. I was just gonna say, like every time you 
Alright, you had to go all the way back to the beginning. So it kind of makes this frustrating part because even if you were all almost all the way to the end, you're going right back to the beginning if you die. Um, benefit is you get unlimited continues, but uh, yeah, it, it can it can turn out to be a long long journey. Yeah, that was that was also pretty annoying. Although I. I cheated. I I used some save state stuff and kind of cheated my way through that aspect of it. But yeah, and I could understand if if you were playing it on the original hardware that uh, that would lead to some frustration. Uh, I mentioned it briefly earlier. What do you think about the sound and the music? Oh, typical Konami again. It's really good. Yeah, it's good. It's very fitting. Very, you know. Very fitting for the game, very like gets you kinda pumped up in the game, so I mean it's just like it's great. Yeah, I was uh, the music kept me pumped for sure. It was not one that I muted. I liked I enjoyed every bit of the music in this game. It's very good. Um Alright. Uh let's see, what else do we normally talk about? See memories from well, child. Child. Oh, would we, we do? Is it worth it? Right. We got to get a price on this. Bad yeah, way. we do. Yeah. I guess the price. Have a segue for this, do we? No. No. The next we'll segue. Okay. Next segue is uh, for um, trophies. So the roller games loose price on price charting is fourteen ninety nine. Mm-hmm. 15 bucks basically yeah I think I, I'd pay that for this game I think it, that seems worth it yeah I, I, I mean I like this I think, game enough you know, with inflation and what video games or retro games are going for nowadays that's actually on the cheaper end of, of things so that's true if we <laughs> when we originally planned to record this episode back in like what August of 2022. Uh, let's see. I'm going to go back in time on price charting. Let's see. August 2022, it was $8.99. So there's your price difference between the time we originally were planning yeah. on recording this episode and now. I don't know if it's actually that long ago. Oh, yeah, for sure. Go back in time to when we were supposed to have released this episode and buy it then. Actually, this game has seen a uh, quite the rise since February. We well, something. I don't know. Everybody's Roller been games uh, coming back. Maybe, maybe. Everybody heard we were going to talk about it, and they had to go ahead and pick up sure. the cart. Everybody's trying to get get a the hand, get their hands on it. Yep. Interesting. Yeah, there is a spike there. I wonder if that's applying to all games right now. Maybe time to sell off the old collection. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm sure it's like everything. Everything's going up, so. Yeah. Not- the milk's going up, so your video game's got to go up. That's true. Although, I just pulled up Super Mario Bros. 3, and it's been pretty stagnant at 20 bucks ish So. That's, see, that's that's the thing. That's what, hurt. that's what hurts when we do this. Is it worth it? Is like... And that's why every now and then we do those how many games can you buy for this price or whatever? Because Super Mario Brothers 3, the loose price is like the same thing. 
and that's the pinnacle of the NES, basically. So, right. Yeah. Anyways, I still think roller. I'd I'd pay I'd pay fifteen for roller games. It's worth it. Right. Yeah. It's amazing from like just looking at it from the aspect of when we started. Uh, the average lease price of, of NES games from when we started this podcast till now is like astronomically different. Yeah, well, no, what's way more than what's way roller more games? What, what would roller games be? You still got it pulled up? Uh, no, I was just kind of looking at the overall, but I can get it in just a second. Um, the overall price when we started this podcast, which was January 2014. Oh, wow. Was it that long ago? Average. Yeah. The average price. Uh, I, get, I think that's when we started. Retro thought pot. Well, but whatever. Anyway. It, it, it's fine. Yeah. The average price is $15.44. Just games on average. Uh, now it's $43.32. Yikes. I got roller games pulled up. You know how much roller games is going for loose in January 2014? $3.25. $3. $3. Yep. Yeah. Wow. Crazy. I guess you can blame us. We made, a, we made NES it's popular a, again, a, right? Yeah, we've, we've brought the popular. Yeah, we've brought the popularity back. Everybody had forgotten about the NES until we came around. That's right. All right. We're sorry. Yeah, sorry. Sorry to everyone's wallets because our show is just so good. Um, all right, let's do some trophies. You know what this game needs? Some retrofitted trophies. Did you come up with any? Uh, I came <laughs> up with one. Okay. Play this maestro. And this is, I wrote this one down before I realized that that wasn't a maestro, the first. Mm, that's okay. Because uh, he looks like a, he's got, she's got the, like the little pointer. She's pointing, but uh, play this maestro is beating that boss. Although that boss is fairly easy to beat in length. Yeah. Because yeah. he just like runs back and forth and then gets tired and stops and pants and then you just beat him up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he does get tired and like lean over, doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, I only came up with one also. Uh, mine was Skate or Die. A little throwback to another NES game. And uh, that is complete a level without losing a life. So, Skate or Die. There you go. Um, but while we were doing the last segment, I returned to Chat GPT because it's still pulled up. And I asked it. I said, Hey, can you give me some retrofitted trophy ideas? inspired by the original Roller Games TV show. So if we were really on our A game, what would we have come up with? And again, I think we're getting put out of work because uh, it gave me me 10. I'm only going to say a couple of the best ones because I don't want us to look too bad. But uh, one is T-Bird Triumph, and that is complete a level without losing a life. T-Bird Triumph, because the T-Birds, that's a a team from Roller Games, right? I guess you have to do it as Icebox, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's right. You got to do it as Icebox. Um, wall of Death Daredevil, and that's perform 50 wall jumps across all plays. And that one is apparently named after the show's infamous Wall of Death. 
Go figure. Um, like the icebox of the show. Yeah. Uh, let's see, and then I'll do one more. Uh, what is? Little Giants? Little Giants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Icebox, yeah. Icebox. Yeah, Icebox. Uh, that's enough. All right. Thank you, the Icebox. We just watched that. Um, I tried to make Scott watch that probably a year ago. He wasn't into it, but so he went yeah. off He went off and started doing something else, like playing with his cars or something, his little toy cars. But I, I got sucked in. I watched the whole thing. It's a good movie. It's so good. Still, you know, it's another good one that I've been watching clips of here lately. And probably a movie that absolutely could not be made today. What's that? Heavyweights. Oh, yeah. That is a good movie. I remember that one. Yeah, can't make that. No, you couldn't make that. No. We're not allowed to fat shame anymore. Right. Who will? Not- Even though they turned out to be the good guys. Right. The movie. Yeah, and Ben Stiller was like the the evil, evil guy, yeah. But you still couldn't do it cuz you couldn't you couldn't spend half the the um, movie making fun of fat people even even if they did come out triumphant in the in the end, right? Right, that's true. Oh well. No, I'm not saying you should or shouldn't make fun of fat people. I'm just saying that was a good movie. And we're but, just saying that you can't probably could not get away with right. making that baby today. Correct. Um, let's see here. What else do we do? Oh, how about a rating? How would you rate this game? No game is worthy until the dudes have spoken. It's time for the game rating. Now, as everybody knows, this is a classic segment mm-hmm. where we rate this game based on a scale that has nothing to do with anything. So, how about type of grocery store employee arcade game slash claw machine? Oh, <laughs> or employee? <laughs> I think I like a type of grocery store employee. Hey, let's do that. Okay, and let's see. I'm going to give this one the uh, the stalker, the guy who stalks the shelves. Okay. Um, just because this game is kind of lesser known, not the not the game you see up front on the shelf all the time, um, but is really kind of crucial to the NES library in a sense that it's so unique and totally worth your time that I think. It, it really should be, and and the price is good. I think it really should be in a lot of people's libraries just because of that. Much like you gotta have the stocker to stock the shelves. About okay, that's a great one. That's a good one. I like it. How about I'm gonna go with bakery person. Oh, okay. Because you know, uh, and and. Because you have to have a lot of finesse with this game because of the mechanics and, and platforming. You gotta have a lot of finesse to do those cakes. Write those names, draw characters. Yep, I like it. I like yours better than mine. Alright, real, real yeah, quick. That's, that's just... Okay. 
Oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, um, you know, just because this has become the Chad G- GPT episode and I've still got it pulled up, I think this is one segment where we can we can keep our jobs because I don't think it's going to be able to figure that out, that question, right? Um, so I'm asking it right now. It's coming up with a with a with an answer. Uh, I'll let you know here in a second, but go ahead. It's gonna have, it, it's gonna be too on the nose. You think? Point and be on the nose. That's what I think. Uh oh. You know who it said? All right, I'll read it. I'll read it. I'll read it to you. I think I'm out of a job. It says, if Roller Games were a grocery store employee, it would be the energetic and versatile stalker who's been around since the early days of the store. Oh, no. Here's why. Much like a long-term employee who's seen the evolution of the store over the years, Roller Games brings a dose of nostalgia, reminding gamers of the classic NES era. Uh, the game's blend of platforming, racing, and beat-em-up action mirrors the versatility of a stalker who's adept at handling various tasks, from restocking shelves to assisting customers with finding items. Oh boy! <laughs> yeah, but it's 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 too it's not funny at all though. I mean, come on, we get, at least we bring the comedy. This is it's trying to be too serious. Right. And how could you, you know, get tangents like? Uh... Favorite Halloween candy. Yeah, and how it, Halloween candy that I don't know. I, I got. I, I want to know if you liked it. And I don't really even know what it's called. I don't know that they make it anymore. At least I haven't seen it in a long time. Remember that candy that came in like a either a black and orange or a white wrapper, like a taffy like candy. You remember that? Oh yeah, yeah. I think it was very generic. I think it was taffy. But it was like a butterscotch taffy or something. Did you enjoy that candy? No. I really I take it or leave it. I don't really I didn't really care for it. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I miss? We what? can't we can't do anymore, uh, because poison and all that stuff, but just candy corn, just loose candy corn. You, you remember getting oh. just just some loose pieces of candy corn in your in your basket? Like, oh, okay, yeah, it's not wrapped or anything. Yeah, okay, it's just a little, just a little few candy corn. Just hey, here's just a little, just a, here's a little handful of candy corn. <laughs> I mean, most of the time I they like candy they corn. put it in a little baggie or something for you, but still, I like candy corn. It's around the house a lot this time of year because my wife loves it too. We're big candy corn people. What do you? What's your opinion on the the pumpkin? I knew you were going to ask me that. Pumpkins. I knew that's what you're about to ask me. I I prefer the corn kernels because of the size. Mm-hmm. The size is more is better. I think the pumpkins are just a little too big, and that because of that, they're, they're not waxy, as almost. yeah, they're too waxy. They're not as soft. Whereas the little candy corns are just the right size when you bite into it, it's just it's got just the right amount of give to it, you know. Yeah. That's that's my opinion on it. You ever do the candy corn peanut combo? Oh no, I've never thought of that. Like put peanuts in oh, it? It's it's yeah, just mix mix candy corn and peanuts together in a bowl. Eat it. Hmm. 
I might have to try that. Yeah, that sounds that sounds nice. Sounds fancy. I wouldn't mind just having a bowl of candy corn just sitting around the house. You know, I'd probably get really fat, but it goes pretty quick. Yeah, it goes pretty quick here. Yeah, yeah. I just have a handful. You got to keep going, having more and more handfuls. Yeah, I'd be the worst, especially if it was if it was like near the front door. Uh, I'd be all the time like, I got to go back to the back to the back bedroom for a second. Hold on, I'll be right back. Uh, and just just so I can just keep <laughs> keep passing by the bowl, you know. It's like, oh, did you did you need something? Right. Did you need your socks? I'll let me go get your socks for you. <laughs> I'm I'm the worst I've when it comes to stuff. Just to get things to get a little snack. <laughs> yeah, all the time. It's it's constant for me. I'm the worst. I, if there's snacks in the house, I'm. It's just there's no chance. Poor, yeah. poor, poor little uh, Scott. He doesn't get anything because I always eat all his stuff. But <laughs> you're bulking, though. Yeah, yeah, right. It's it's not overeating. It's it's bulking. I'm always bulking. <laughs> you, you you still call it bulking if you're not lifting weights, right? Oh uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Self disappointed when you're kid like. There's that there's that part of you that's like the parent that loves the fact that your kids like eating all of their dinner. It's also the the part of you that's a little disappointed that you don't get to finish their chicken nuggets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. It's like, yeah, of course yeah. I want you to eat all your food and grow up big and strong, but I really wouldn't mind having a couple of those nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! All right. Okay. Um, I think feedback. It's time for D patter feedback. feedback because when you're a D patter, you're a D patter for life. I'm not sure if we got any, but uh, we can try. We can see. I did post really? about it. Yeah, we really didn't get any feedback about the game. Got a lot of feedback. Not a lot, but we got some feedback about us just doing a, an episode. Okay, you're just excited. Well, I mean, do you want to you want to read through it and toot our own horn for a second, make us feel better about ourselves, or we could do that. Yeah, we could do that. Okay, Jay Jorgensen, hey Jay, uh, he just put up like a Jeff of Seinfeld saying, "Yay, nice." Like um, Emily Zostwick. I can't get her name, last name right. Um, good to see y'all back. Jesse Cleva de Vidal says, now that's what I'm talking about. After this, when's the next show? <laughs> next year? I kid, I kid. Oh, Jesse. Good to see y'all back in action. Peter Martin says, Yes. Nick Namarco says, just on this photo alone, this episode is going to need a montage. Oh, we totally could have done a montage if we were cle- if we were clever enough. We could have. Yeah. Right. Joe Copel says, awesome return game. I love roller game. SC James says, great news, guys. And he put up a picture of Tom Arnold smiling like a possum saying... 
now I'm impressed. Uh, James T. Jones says, this graphic is better than the game. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of game feedback. Okay, not a big fan of the game, uh, but it's Bang, okay. Yeah. Gabe Van Gilder gives us two comments. First with nice, and second one with welcome back, dudes. Good to be back, everybody. Yeah, thank you guys for for hanging in there. We uh I feel like we're about to, I feel like we're back. I feel like we can record maybe more than one episode Yeah, here. yeah. We're good. Yeah. Yeah. I think we're we can be uh we can be back. We can be back. Uh and we and we can if, be back. We can, yeah. <laughs> Uh, and if Genesis Gems are going to keep releasing episodes, I guess we're never going to stop because we can't allow that to happen. And let them get a leg up. Yeah. No. We we will. We. Uh, episode here pretty soon. I can I can promise I can promise you one thing. Um, we may not be frequent. We may not be. Uh, we not, may not have the most episodes of any podcast out there. You know, we may not be very regular. But I'll be darned if we quit before the Genesis Chimps do. So as long as we're the last to quit <laughs> out of the two, out of those two podcasts, right. just just to, to here to tell you, exactly. So, alrighty. Well, that's pretty much it. We uh, we're at an hour, which is pretty good for yeah. for having not done this in a while. So, yeah, did, I think so. Didn't hit as good. Didn't hit as much tangent as I expected, but that's okay. Alexa. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Alexa, stop. I don't know how that picked up, but okay. Yeah. Always nice to hear uh, your smart speaker wake up at 1130 at night, right? <laughs> yeah. Hey, everybody. Uh, if you're not awake in the house, let's get you woke up by some <laughs> random song on Oh, I I got a I got a funny one for you. Uh, so we use uh, we use the the Apple girl. I won't I won't say her name because I don't want to turn on anybody's speakers. But um, we use her and we have her play rain sounds at night. Um, you know to help us sleep or whatever because it's nice and calm, especially for for the little guy. But um, mm-hmm. the other night we were <laughs> we always say you know yo blankety blank play rain sounds well the other yeah. a couple a few nights ago um scott was like i wanted i wanted to play flood sounds i was like okay i guess i can ask that and see if it works and so i said hey i said yo uh yo lady play flood sounds and i didn't hear what she said but i knew it wasn't rain sounds and what she played was uh, gr- fart sounds, greatest hits. <laughs> so it just started farting. Nice. Yeah, it just started like ripping beefers <laughs> over the speaker. Yeah, these uh, <laughs> these smart speakers, they got some fart sounds because my kids have all, they love that too. It, it was just hilarious because it was like we were laying down, we were like saying our prayers and stuff, and then <laughs> all of a sudden fart sounds. Yeah, nice. Anyways, I thought that was funny. All right. Well, uh, I have no idea what the next game is. Uh, I didn't think that far ahead, um, so I don't. I don't even know if the music that I played on this one. I, I can't remember if it's 
roller games or not. I think it, it was right. I think it was, but because I think I had it prepared for last time. But anyways, so uh, there may be music for the next game right here, or this may just cut off, and then you just have to wait and see what we post. But either way, it's glad to be back, and um, yeah, catch you guys on the next one.